What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the First Team All Pro Podcast. This is episode 71 with your host, LT Nasty. We got a lot to talk about today in today's episode. Talk about, I'll, I'll give my recap of the Stanley Cup final. I'll also recap the NBA finals. I'm sure most of you have already watched these, both the Stanley Cup finals and the NBA finals. So I'm sure most of you have already gotten, gotten the uh, recap, full rundown whatever you want to call it. But for those who haven't, uh, I'm going to run it down. Uh, go into detail about that, uh, recap both series. And on top of that, also talk about the NHL and the NBA draft and uh, maybe mix in a little bit of baseball. Uh, obviously, as I'm recording, uh, there's been a lot of trades going on in the NHL, but I think I'm going to leave that for uh, the next episode. Uh, because I'm kind of limited for time here and I don't really want and I don't want to spend too much time uh, talking about one trade or uh, you know one or two trades in particular because there's about like I said the last few days last week I should say there's been a lot of trades uh, and signings uh, going on in the NHL so I, I think I'm gonna leave that for the first half of the following episode which is which would be episode 72. So anyway, let's get right into it. Uh, the Stanley Cup final. The Vegas Golden Knights are Stanley Cup champions. Six years into their existence. It's absolutely incredible, to be honest with you. It, it honestly really is. I know a lot of people from, you know, you know certain fan bases are upset that uh, Vegas won. But uh, honestly, it's pretty cool. Uh, never in my... At least in my lifetime, have I ever seen an expansion team win a Stanley Cup within like the first five or six years of their existence, and let let alone make the Cup final twice uh, in, in their first five or six years uh, of existence? Uh, it was pretty incredible because, like I said, uh, this is their first Cup final win. This is their first Stanley Cup. I mean, they were in the cup final in 2018 in their uh first year in their first year and then they you know they lost to uh the washington capitals but uh to be in two cup finals in your first six years that's pretty incredible that's pretty goddamn incredible Uh, i mean it it really really is and like i said i know a lot of people do not like the golden knights but you can't deny you can't can't deny how impressive that is to literally win to make not only two cup finals in your first six years uh, of being in the league, but also to win your first Stanley Cup in those first six years. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Honestly, it it, it really is. Now, uh, for the you know th- those who are fans of the Canadians of fans of the Canadian teams uh, surely uh, are not taking that too well because what Vegas did in the cup final, uh, they have done something no Canadian team has done in about 30 years, probably give or take. I mean, let, let, let's, let's see the last time the, a Canadian team won the Stanley cup was 1993 when Montreal won it. So let's go 2023 to 1993 yeah 30 years 30 years i mean just just about 30 years 
Wow. I mean, like I said, you, you got it. You don't have to like the Vegas Golden Knights, but you you, you cannot you cannot like lie to yourself and say you're not impressed by how they uh, ended up winning the Stanley Cup. Seriously, like uh, again, I'm repeating myself here, but two cup final appearances in their like first six, six or seven years of existence. And then they end up winning the cup. They lose in their first year. Uh, and then a few years later, they end up winning the Stanley cup. So congrats to the Vegas golden Knights. Uh, but that's to continue with the Stanley cup final for a minute. Uh, yeah. Well, let's get into the actual recap. Uh, yeah, it really wasn't even remotely close uh, for most of the series. I mean, Vegas won via blowout in three of those five games. Uh, I mean, the series clinching game, uh, game five, Vegas won nine to three. Uh, and then game two, Vegas won seven to. Uh, and then game one, Vegas won five to. So uh, it's not like it was relatively close. I mean, Vegas was just dominating the Panthers uh, all series long. Uh, and that that brings up my next thing. Uh, the Florida Panthers had an incredible run. Like, that is that was in, an incredible run to watch. Uh, and I'm, I'm not a fan of the Panthers, but just seeing them just prove everyone wrong throughout the playoffs... Because, including myself, because I thought they were going to lose to the Bruins with ease. I thought they were going to get swept out of the building. I thought they were going to get swept, like brooms out. I was already, I was already prepared to like say, yeah, the Bruins are going to easily win this series. And look what happened. They were down three games to one and came all the way back and won in seven games against the Bruins, the Presidents Trophy winning Bruins. And then, you know, they get to uh, the second round. They play the Leafs. And so I'm sure Leaf fans do not want to relive this. This is where it gets even – this is where it gets even more interesting because I I feel like a lot of people didn't have them beating the Leafs. And when I say a lot of people, I mean Leaf fans. Uh, But, uh, yeah, that's another thing. Before we keep going into uh, Florida's miracle run here, uh, the the Leafs fans talked so much shit. I'm so much shit before that series started. And look what happened. They got absolutely dismantled. And I know I hashed on that in the last episode, but still, I, I, I have to talk about it a little bit more. And then, and then they get to the conference finals and they play the Carolina Hurricanes. And I'm sure a lot of people thought, you know, the Hurricanes, even with their, you know, their, some of their big players uh, being hurt, you know, everyone thought, the, or not everyone, but I'm sure the majority of people thought the Hurricanes would end up going on to uh, the Stanley Cup final. And look what happened. The Florida Panthers proved more people wrong. And uh, like I said, I, I give the Panthers credit. That run was incredible. Like they had an incredible run, but uh, the clock struck midnight. 
the clock struck midnight on the uh, Panthers, and it was Vegas's time. And uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what the Panthers do in the off season. It really will, uh, considering they have a lot of a lot of nice pieces, nice core. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Anyway, uh, back to Vegas for a second. A uh, couple first time, actually, a lot of those players uh, on that Vegas Golden Knights team are first time Stanley Cup champions. Obviously, you got you know guys who have won the Stanley Cup before, like Alex Petrangelo, uh, Phil Kessel, uh, just to name a few. Uh, but and Jonathan Quick on top of that. But uh, let's talk about some first time Stanley Cup champions. <clears throat> How about it? Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank here. Oh, boy. Oh, ah, yes. I, I had a little bit of a brain fart moment there. Excuse me. But uh, Jack Eichel is a Stanley Cup champion. Jack Eichel is a Stanley Cup champion. And I, I, I've said this in the past. Uh, you know, I, I, I've said that Sabres fans are would be you know, are probably still a little bit salty uh, that J Jack Eichel is doing well in Vegas. But uh, I think looking back on it, like, you know, that trade benefited both teams. I think we can safely say that trade is a win-win because, like I said, you know, Jack Eichel was, you know, when he was in Buffalo, they never did, did anything – uh, to build around them. Uh, they never did anything like the Buffalo management. They didn't do shit, uh, to build a decent team to help out, uh, Eichel, but then he gets sent to Vegas. Uh, and obviously of course the whole thing with the, you know, his surgery, uh, that whole thing, uh, this was obviously just prior to go him being sh sent out to Vegas. But yeah, and then he recovers from his injury. He's able to get his surgery and becomes a plays a massive role uh, in the Vegas Golden Knights Cup run. Uh, and then, obviously, going back to the Sabers for a minute, the Sabers they got a nice young core. They got a nice core, a lot of talent. They got obviously got Tage Thompson, uh, Owen Power, uh, Jack Quinn. Uh, like I said, they got an incre incredibly uh, talented young core. So the future is bright for Buffalo. Now, obviously, it's it probably will sting for some Sabres fans to see Eichel lift the cup. Not all Sabres fans, because I'm sure a lot of the I'm sure a lot of the Sabres fans are happy. Uh, but uh, like I said, Buffalo has got a bright future, and that was a win-win trade. Like looking back out on it now it is now like considered a win-win trade. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what Buffalo does this off season. So keep an eye on the Sabres uh, in the off season. Obviously they got a, like I said, they got a nice young core, but it'll, it, I'm, I'm sure they're going to try to go out after some free agents. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. It would not surprise me whatsoever. But uh, yeah, so that being said, let's move on to another person 
who uh, became a first time Stanley or who uh, won the Stanley Cup for the first time with Vegas, you know, when Vegas won. Uh, this being, and this not being a player, this being a coach, and you know where I'm going with this, Bruce Cassidy, the former Boston Bruins head coach. And this is another thing where I feel like going back to the whole Jack Eichel with Buffalo thing, uh, I, I, I think Bruins fans are happy for Bruce. I think a lot of Bruins fans were cheering him on uh, during that cup final. I mean, I, I don't blame Bruins fans one bit after having to watch the Florida Panthers uh, send the Bruins packing in TD Garden. I honestly don't blame Bruins fans one bit. Uh, but yeah, Bruce Cassidy, who you know helped coach the Bruins to a cup final appearance in 2019, lost. Uh, and, and, you know, they lost in seven games. Uh, and now he's a Stanley Cup champion. So good for Bruce Cassidy. Honestly, good for Bruce Cassidy, really. Honestly, he, get, he gets canned. And one year later, wins the Stanley Cup. So good for him. They're definitely, uh, I can tell you one thing, they've definitely been partying it up, partying it up in Vegas. I don't know if any of you have been watching the videos or seen the videos. Uh, they they are having they were having a hell of a time at the parade. I mean, they were having a hell of a time at the parade, the uh, Golden Knights. But uh, yeah, so congrats congratulations again to the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, Jack Eichel and Bruce Cassidy becoming you know you know finally winning the Stanley Cup. And uh, yeah, you know. That basically concludes the that concludes uh, hockey season. Well, aside from you know free agency and trades and signings, uh, but that that's more off season stuff. I'll get into that in the uh, next episode, which is uh, episode seventy two. Uh, anyway, moving right along. Uh, actually, before we get into the NBA, uh, we'll talk about the uh, NHL draft. Uh, just for a quick, just for a quick little uh, five minutes, I'll probably also talk about this more in depth uh, in the next episode. But uh, yeah, Connor Bedard is a Chicago Blackhawk. I mean, I, I mean, Blackhawk fans are incredibly spoiled. They are incredibly spoiled, and I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like. I, it was pretty much a given that the Blackhawks were going to take Bedard. It was pretty much a given. And I know the this uh, draft class was pretty deep with uh, pretty deep and loaded with talent. But I, I think we all knew uh, Bedard was going to end up in Chicago. And, uh, yeah, the Black, Blackhawk fans, you know, they're going from Jonathan Tabes and – Patrick Kane to Connor Bernard. Think about that. The Blackhawks go from, you know, Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane, two generational talents that help, you know, two generational, you know, or two top tier talents, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Patrick Kane is definitely a generational talent. I think we can, I think we all agree how incredibly talented he is. Same thing for, you know, 
Jonathan Taves. He's he was a superstar for the Blackhawks, and like I said, same thing for Patrick Kane. But to go from those two, who helped create a dynasty in Chicago, to Connor Bedard. Oh my lord! Like I said, Blackhawks fans are incredibly spoiled. And you know, at the time of this recording, uh, they've the Blackhawks have also been been making a lot of trades, a lot of trades to help you know to help Bedard out. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what Chicago uh, does next season. You know what their record looks like next season, uh, and what they're gonna do for years to come. So, uh, yeah, that's about all I got to say on the draft for now. Uh, like I said, I'm going to talk about this in episode 72. So let's move right along to the NBA finals. Uh, Denver won in five games. I mean, everyone, like I said, both the Stanley cup finals and the NBA finals, like it's been, they've both been done for give or take like a little over two weeks, probably three weeks, like I said. So Denver won in five and the Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets finally, you know, finally won it all. I mean, think about that. Like Denver has been enjoying a nice little bit of success for uh, their sports teams. You know, the, of course, the Avalanche last year winning the Stanley Cup and now the uh, Nuggets winning the NBA title. So they've been enjoying a nice little streak of success. What's next, though? The Broncos winning the Super Bowl? Actually, that, that would be that honestly would be interesting if the Broncos did end up winning the Super Bowl. That really would be interesting, but I don't know. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Sorry, Broncos fans. But anyway, I'm getting off topic, off topic a little bit. Uh, yeah. So the Nuggets won in five games. Uh, Jokic was the Finals MVP. We, I already knew that was gonna happen. I mean, he played. He was phenomenal, phenomenal all postseason and in the finals. He, he really was. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't really have too much else to say about the NBA Finals. But, uh, or, or much else, too much else left to say about the NBA Finals. Uh, but it, it'll be interesting to see what the Miami Heat do in the offseason. That's going to be, that's going to be one thing that's going to be intriguing. Because I'm sure they're going to be going after some big names. Anyway, uh, enough of that. Uh, let's move into the NBA draft. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs, I'm, I'm sure, like I said, most of you have probably seen this already. The San, San Antonio Spurs have got another potential generational talent. And that's in Victor Webinyama. I mean, and the Spurs, anyone who knows the Spurs... You know they've had a lot of talent, a lot of top-tier players in their history, over the course of their history, a lot of them. Obviously, you know, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, just to name a few. Uh, 
you know, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, you know, like I said, just to name a few, they've had a lot of top tier talent uh, walk through those doors in San Antonio. And now they're getting another one with Victor Weminyama. Obviously, the Spurs have been awful for the last few years, but it'll be interesting to see what direction they take um, moving forward. Something tells me I feel like the I just got just I'm just getting a weird feeling they're going to be they're going to be active on the free agent market. It'll be really interesting to see what happens. I, I mean, there's got to be I, I have a sneaky suspicion. There's going to be one or two guys on the market that the Spurs are going to try to push for hard uh, to sign. So it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, like I said, I'm probably going to talk about the rest of the NBA draft. Probably talk about that in the next episode alongside the rest of the uh, NHL draft. Because like I said, I'm kind of crunched for time here. And I also was... uh, just planning on doing the recaps of the NBA finals and the Stanley cup finals. Uh, Cause considering I haven't made an episode in like three weeks. So better late than never. So yeah, honestly, that's about it. I thought this was going to be 30 minutes. I thought this was going to be able to, uh, you know, squeak up against the time limit that uh, anchor, uh, has set, which is anyone that records your pod that anyone to anyone that records their podcasts on anchor. Well, it's not anchor. It's now Spotify for podcasters. Uh, the time limit is 30 minutes per segment or whatever you want to call it. So, uh, thought it would, I thought this would have been the, at least like 29 minutes, just squeaking up against the, uh, 30 minute limit. But I think, I actually uh, actually made decent time today, so uh, yeah. So that with that being said, uh, this has been episode seventy-two or nope seventy-one. Seventy-two is the next episode. So I will uh, catch you all in episode seventy-two. Uh, I will, and that'll that'll be like an off-season episode. So like the NHL off-season, uh, the NBA off-season. And I'll also be talking a lot of baseball in that episode. I'll be talking uh, more baseball in the, in future episodes as the summer goes on. Cause I haven't talked about, uh, haven't talked about it a ton in the last few episodes. So I got to get back to talking some major league baseball and yeah, so that's it. This has been episode 71. I will see you all in episode 72. This has been your host LT nasty. Peace.